Um, okay, so we're back. Hey, how's it going? Uh, creative working title. It's been a while. But it we're has, here. It's been a long while. It's been a long while. I think JP was the last time you guys heard from us. But here we are. We're talking, and we have a cool topic. My hat is the hint. And actually, I'm not even going to talk about the topic. Well, we're going to talk about the topic. I'm going to talk. talk about the topic, but I'm going to pass the baton to someone else today. Wick, here's the virtual baton. I want you to give us an intro into this camera. I want you to, like right now, like I did an intro. Sure, the intro exists. But I want you now, right on the spot, Wick, intro us, and then talk to us about Creative Wild. All right. Here we I like go. that he has no preparation for this. Zero, zero preparation. It was, hey, we're going to re- record a podcast. What are we recording about? Don't know. Even though we were like, eh, I think we know what we're going to do. Yeah. But then we just said, hey, we're going to make you the host. Now you're the host. Here I go. Here you go. Um, can I get the baton, by the way? Oh, here. Thank you. Hello, everyone. My name is Ludic Francois, and we are here at Creative Wild. Next to me is James Dowd. And in front of me is Steve Walter. Um, just a quick introduction on myself. Um, I've been here for about uh, three months now. Um, was um, brought in by Kiki Biden. Shout out to Kiki Biden. Um, Kiki. I'm a content creator, videographer, as well as as well as a photographer. Um, and um, just to dive in into Creative Wild, um, it's a space where creatives like me can come down and pretty much learn about you know the industry and the business of things when it comes to photography, um, commercial shoots, um, music videos, whatever you're really into graphic design. And, um, you know, it's been a great experience for me. Um, a lot of mentoring also I've gained from Steve Walter here and, um, James Dowd, you know, um, my first time coming, it was, it was very, uh, intriguing. You know, I just get a DM one day from Kiki and he's like, Hey, you should do this internship. And I'm just like, Oh, okay sure what do we not call it oh my mistake this is not an internship we don't call this it an internship. Is, not an we do not call this an internship what an do internship. we call this uh well we, you're a wild one yeah you're a wild one. an experience wild one. yeah i'd call it an experience, an experience because if you think about to the point that you just mentioned right yeah. industry experience mm-hmm. you're gaining experience about mm-hmm. what it's like to work in this case specifically at an agency mm-hmm. and gaining experience and knowledge around some of those tools, some of those best practices, all of that stuff. So I would call it an experience. It's it's not to say that I mean you couldn't like, you know, what's where's the gray area between internship and experience, right? That there's probably a ton of that. Yeah. But I think there is, I know there is a giant misconception with what people will classify as an internship. Most internships are come here and do the work that I don't want to do. And you're going to do the work like, I want you to get me coffee and I want you to make copies of this thing. I want you to um, answer the phones, although who's answering the phones nowadays? That's like, that's such a dated thing for me to say. Ugh. But that's traditionally what you would think about is it's, you're not actually doing the work. You just happen to be in the environment where other people are working in the industry that you want to work in. So when you think internship, I think most people think, um, I just have to get this credit for my class, right? So I'll go do this internship. When I had an internship, it was hands-on. I, I worked at a production studio, the first one I ever did, and I was doing video graphics for someone. And what he had me doing was syncing. I had to sync the time code. This was back in the day. I had to sync the time code of PowerPoint slides with video slides. There was someone on this person's team that created this custom software that allowed the ability for a slide from a PowerPoint deck to be synced with a video. Someone else recorded the video. Someone else made the PowerPoint deck. My job was to just make sure that when they talked about this thing and when we saw that slide change in the video, I had to enter in that time code to this software 
And I did that for hours and hours and hours and hours. How was the experience? It was great because I was doing things that my school didn't teach me, right? Specifically, they didn't teach me that stuff. And this was like, hey, here's the thing that we need you to do because this is real world experience. It was like, ooh, this is fun. It very quickly got boring. It very quickly was like, oh, this is annoying. But I was getting paid. So, I mean, okay, cool. This is great. But if I was just getting coffee or if I was just running errands for someone, I, it, why would I do that? Why would I? Why would I bother? So I think that's yeah. There's a couple. The other, main reason. Yeah. There's there wasn't one reason. No, multiple. Uh, so another reason is oftentimes internships are a thing, a singular thing, right? We here as an agency, as a company, as a consultancy, budgets for internship roles, right? You are a content intern. You are a design intern. You are a account intern. You are a project management intern, right? you're singular. A lot of times the folks coming in, generally aged 20 to 24, usually early in their career, student, post-grad, they, have, they haven't defined themselves fully yet. Right. And so I was seeing that where someone might be a designer, but they don't define themselves that way in terms of their career because they love TikTok. And they love editing video and they love music and they, they love writing their posts and they love illustration there's all these other things there's always the end i end this i'm end that and so we're saying here's this thing and this is all you get to be that's it right, right. you are starting your career you're making a decision it's kind of like you go to college you have to choose a major it's like are you ready to make that decision for your yeah, life yeah you're 17 figure well, it all I out i also don't think the internship or the beginning of your career needs to define the rest of your career just get it done and so the wild nature of this was come explore you are not one of those people who are defined you can come and figure it out so you are involved with shooting and you're involved with podcasting and anything you want to do here. You want to get into design, you want to get into copy, you want to get into business, you want to get into networking. You're great at that. Go meet everyone here. That's what you're doing. Pretty much. It's wild. It's free. It's open. You are not defined by an internship. Right. You are a wild one. You are free to roam. You're free to explore, free to try, free to do, however you see fit. And so that's why it's not an internship because it is that other thing. Mm -hmm. And then also, because you are doing that, I don't want you leaving here. You and I have talked about this. Yeah. I don't want your LinkedIn to say intern. <laughs> I don't want to say yeah, that. Because ew. the people who are coming here are everyone who has passed through has done more than an intern, right? Like Noah. Noah didn't have a massive portfolio, but he was doing logo design and brand positioning. And like, yeah, and he's that he's not an intern. Right. When he is going to get his next job, he has more experience than any intern we've ever trained. Yeah. So on his LinkedIn, on his resume, it should not say intern because that's less than what he is, what he is, and what he's capable of. So right. I don't want him to find that way. I don't want Gabby to find that way. No. And no. I, I literally want to add on to that because, like, literally, like, um, when um, Sophie and um, Marissa first came in, and um, me and Court and um, Tomas were basically giving our introduction. Um, you know, they all, if I'm not correct, you guys all had internships prior, or yeah. So you know, um. I always told myself after high school when I just started doing music videos and I was getting paid for it, I told myself I will never, ever, ever step into an internship. And of course, this is not an internship. It's a wild place. Um, you know, I always, you know, thought I, I used to, I wouldn't really toot my own horn, but, you know, toot it. I thought it was I thought I was just better than that, you know. So um, eventually over time, you know, you you break into the industry, you do certain jobs that are cool. And then later on, you kind of burn on your like, is this really all like, is this it? So, um, you know, again, once, you know, um, when I left my, um, 
job at one. Um, Kiki just literally let me know, like, hey, you should try this internship. So I'm like, you know what? Let me give this a try. And then obviously coming here. And it's crazy because I was late to my interview. I was so, so nervous because when I came in. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember that either. Because he said four o'clock. And um, I went to go to a golf course. I think today. everyone's been late. That's why. I went to a golf course prior and, you know, he told me four o'clock and it was around like what 430 when I came. So he's like, I'm not sure how this might go for you. So I'm just like, oh, man, you know, so everybody's in there. Um, I think, yeah, everybody was there that day. It was a Wednesday. Everybody was in there. So, um, you know, I came over to you and then you brought me over to the interview room and we hit it off. Yeah. And here we are. Really. And I think there's some other things around, you know, just thinking about internships that in some cases, traditionally, some of that structure works in some scenarios, right? Where, where there is this sort of, you know, apprentice, right? And it's like, I just need you to observe. I just want you to come and observe what I'm doing. I'm not going to let you do anything yet. Like I think about old school painters, right? Like back in the day, you couldn't touch a brush for whatever, five years. I'm making that number up. I don't actually know how long, but for a long time, right? Because you couldn't be trusted. I'm the, I'm the one. I do this and you're just there. You just make sure my paint doesn't fall over, that type of thing, right? So I think that that sort of idea of, that apprentice or that almost internship has sort of carried through, but it was something that we were doing a couple of years ago. It was maybe now two years ago or maybe a year ago where I would have people reach out to me to say, Hey, I want to come in and hang out during a shoot or can I help out on a shoot? Mm -hmm. And a lot of those scenarios can be tricky because I don't want to just invite someone to set when a client's there and then someone's there. And then now I'm trying to like show them things and teach them things when a client's paying me to get the job done, but no, hold on client. I need to educate this. It's like, well, I'm not paying you to teach them. I'm paying you to do the job. So we started just inviting people to set and say, come and hang out. Like, just come and hang out. Like if you're an extra set of hands, awesome. Right. Then that's great. And then it was, Hey, this is a cool idea. We should do this again. Yeah. And again, that was a inspiration for a lot of this Derek Oxley podcaster, yes. content creator. Um, he hit the word he used, which is now I use it all the time is access. Access. That you provided access to not just people, but different communities, different backgrounds, different skill sets, access, right? Yeah. Because normally, a company like ours, and I've said this to many of you, is there we have a door, right? An entrance way in. And to get through that door, you usually need really good resume, experience, training, connections. You need all these things, yep. right? A lot of times that takes time and money. So to get through that door into a single seat, our expectation is so high for that person. You have to be so much. You have to achieve so many things. You need to be able to do so many things. It's a lot for that person. We're putting a lot of expectations. Access, meaning open up more doors to more people and give them opportunities to prove themselves, to learn, right? Yeah. That that's not something our industry does. We no. give you the seat and it's your, it's your job to get good enough and to prove it, to get that seat. And that's all we're providing you. Not a way to create variants of voice and background and skill set. No. That's that's where our industry fails. And so Derek coming in and talking about access, we were given access. We're like, wow, what does that mean? Like, and so we tried to just find a way to give more access. Right? We turned one role, one at the time internship, and we turned it into then over the summer five, six seats. Yeah. We opened it up. We we found ways to open up more doors to more people and more communities and more skill sets. And then let people come and be wild and yeah. explore and learn. Yeah. Access is very, very important. And 
from where I come from, we call it just knowing somebody because, you know, connections are very important. And like without connections, you re- you really can't go far. Like um, my old community college at Hosatonic, um, I love their slogan: "Stay close, but go far." Mm-hmm. So you know, you know everybody in your community. However, if you have connections, you can go very far. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's it's so ironic too, because like um, when I when I first came here, when I was speaking with um Justin, I believe, I was just telling him like it's just crazy like how sequences of events lead up to certain things like i literally tell myself the only reason i'm here is because i was literally helping a friend and i was i was very close to the president um because in the result of that me being at hutsutonic helping a friend resulted me in me seeing the president and saying um him coming to me and greeting me and saying hey um how are you um come to my office i have somebody you 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 would like to meet and then from there meet kiki and then from there I'm here so it's just like connections upon connections upon connections so that access i had really led me here to create a wild so it's very important for other people to have access because i never heard of the district before when i first came here to the district i was looking around like how could i not have known about this place because i know a lot of people myself but you know it's just i mean i mean i guess now there's just different type of access so i have a question for both of you actually do you guys feel like you guys had access after graduating high school in a sense, well, I had apps. I had access because of privilege. Because of privilege, okay. Yeah. Education. I m- multiple of my early jobs were due to athletics. Mm-hmm. I was in a fraternity, oh. so I had major white man privilege going on. Okay. And so this is this is a way to help people that don't have that privilege. You know, right. is let's create more doors to more communities, and you don't need education. We've said many times we don't even care if you went to high school. Mm-hmm. We don't care. Yeah. We don't. We haven't asked for resumes. Nope. We just asked for passion. That's it. How about you, Steve? Um, after high school, I didn't. I didn't do too much. I. I. The the main takeaway that I had I, after high school, I moved in with a couple of friends. Moved down to Florida. Actually, I'll tell a little story. Uh, moved down to Florida. I was supposed to go to school. I barely went to school. I. <laughs> I it was. It was a waste. But I worked and I lived with friends. So. The experience that I had was that I need to figure out how to like survive, basically, um, and and I did that, and I worked at a kitchen. I started off as a dishwasher and worked my way up to a line cook, and realized this is not what I want to do because I was standing next to someone who I don't want to make the food. I want to photograph. I, I want to photograph the food exactly, <laughs> and I just realized I was like, this is no, this isn't what I want. So then, in having conversations with a, a friend of mine who was still living back home she was going to go to school for graphic design. She's like, you should do it with me. I was like, okay, yeah, I'll try it. And so go through the process of taking out loans, get a loan, go to school. And I was like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. I, I showed up early. I stayed late. Um, I remember some some people in the class were mad at me because I, quote unquote, they claimed me of setting the curve, which at the time I didn't know what that meant. But apparently it was because I would turn in work and that the teacher would use that as a way to like base the grade off of, which I guess is setting the curve. So I graduated with high honors from there because I found the thing that I actually gave a shit about. And that's where I had my internships. So through the school, that's where I gained access. So in going to school, the teachers, the coolest thing about the school that I went to was that the teachers were freelancers. So majority of the teachers like worked, you know, they did work side work. So when they would come in and teach us a project, it was a project that they were working on. And there was this one guy who actually did animation uh, for Disney. He would draw a lot of like the cells. He would do, he was a, 
uh, a tweener. So um, there are people that, yeah, it was a, he was a tweener. There are people that would draw the keyframes. Yeah. And then there are people that would draw the frames in between the frames. So he was a tweener. So he would draw like the motion, like, you know, Donald would yeah. be doing this crazy pose and then he'd do this weird pose and then he had to go from this to this. Someone had to draw that and it usually wasn't the lead artist. Wow. So it was someone else. So he did a lot of that work. So it was cool. He would come in and show us like Disney work and we're like, this is so cool. This is like real work. But he was my illustrator teacher. So he taught me how to use the pen tool, Meg. Um, <laughs> we were talking about the pen tool not too long ago, but he taught me all that stuff. And then he was like, hey, I know a guy. He's looking for some help. Do you want to help out? I was like, yeah, absolutely. So I took every opportunity that I could. I didn't say no. I didn't say no. So that was, I guess the access that I had was mainly through school, but it was that realization of not wanting to wash dishes. Wow. That's what it was. Hmm. So that's, that's my little, that's my little story. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but like me, I don't know. Ever since I was like growing up as a kid, I just love hearing people's stories. Just loved it. Like I love interviews. So like hearing a story like that, like if I were to see this on YouTube and I didn't know about creative art and I was, you know, out shooting or whatever, and I just see it on my phone, I'm, I would just be like, wow, I have to check this face out. You know, I think people should always have a chance to tell their story, you know, and um, I think it's very important so people can like you know have a better understanding you know get gain access and you know just you know tell their story really and if you want to see this story and stories like this go to youtube.com slash digital search and subscribe hit that bell be notified and <laughs> one thing creative wild needs a youtube channel it needs one we talked about yeah that. well before we opinion. get off that last subject can i th throw out something a little bit controversial please um you mentioned your experience with this professor another reason we started creative wild mm -hmm. was because the universities that we were experiencing here in Connecticut, every single one of them, there's some are better than others, were failing their students. And I speak specifically in design. Yes. They're failing their students because they were not preparing their students for their careers. They're preparing them to finish the class. And that's mm -hmm. it. A lot of times the professors, and I'm happy if this offends anyone in the university system, you can reach <laughs> out to me directly. Uh, the professors, they taught theory, not practice. Yep. They did not have the experience in the field to do the work. Therefore, they were not preparing their students to be in the field to do the work. We saw this constantly with resumes and portfolio reviews that were coming through the door. They were not ready for a job. So Creative Wild was also, let's create the bridge. Let's create, you come in here, ask the questions, do the things, explore, go find out what a copywriter does. Go find out what a project leader does. Talk to everyone because you're not learning it in school. It's very clear you're not, so you're not ready for the job. I cannot pay you to do the job because you are not capable of doing the job. So Creative Wild is let's get a bunch of people and let's let them come and learn how to do the job. Let's be the bridge into their career because the schools are failing them. Yeah, I'm, I'm very grateful that my teachers were not that way, that the majority of the teachers that I had, there were some, but the majority of the teachers that I had would say like, yeah, we have this book. You're supposed to buy this book. He's like, we're not really going to use this book. Like, here's this one <laughs> chapter about this thing. But like, we're, we're just going to do here's, here's a project. Like, here's a file. Let's like break this down. Let's reverse engineer. Let's break down all these layers. Let's look at what I did. How did I do this? And let's talk about each one of them. Court, do you want to come over here and talk into Mike? Because I saw you shaking your head. Yes, that entire time. <laughs> come on over. By the way, Jeb is right on your chair. Courtney's coming in. Share her, <laughs> share her Courtney thoughts. Entered the chat. Hello. Hey, 
Courtney. Hi, my name is Courtney. Wait, you got to get you got to get right in there. Yep. Get okay, right Whoa. in there. Meg's gonna get mad if you don't get right in there. Right. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, closer. Yeah. Okay. Like that. Yeah. All right. Hello. Hey. Um. Yeah. So my name's Courtney. Um. I'm a designer and guide at Digital Surgeons and Creative Wild. Um. I was in the background shaking my head mostly because I feel the same as you, James, in terms of. College is not necessarily preparing their students for the world after college. Um, and I think that a lot of it, you guys are correct in terms of like it's theory, not practice, because professors will teach you, OK, this is how you learn a software. This is, you know, how to do research, but they don't tell you how to implement the research. They don't tell you how to, um, you know, implement it on your own and apply it to day to day life or communication skills, which I think are top-notch over everything else. Um, you can be a great designer. You can be a great content creator. You could be a great musician, photographer, public speaker, anything. But at the end of the day, if you don't connect with the people around you, your coworkers, your professors, um, your other classmates, and just people in daily life, you're not going to make it very far. Um, and I think going back to the whole, um, like, what do you do after high school? Mm -hmm. I think where a lot of people fail is they don't make the connections and they don't make the like extra effort to go out of their way to get to know people in the field to like put themselves in the space where they'll be noticed and um, picked up. Well, I think there's a misconception too, right? Is it seems as though if I go to school, I'm going to get a job. Yeah. Right. That's essentially right. what you're taught is if you go like I have this piece of paper that says, look, I did all of the things that I was supposed to do. And I have this paper that says. Look at my GPA. It's great. It's like, okay, well, you don't know how to network. Well, and that's one of the <laughs> you biggest don't know things. How to, like, just talk to someone, right? Like, what's the biggest networking you had? Portfolio reviews, right? Where you basically just have a teacher coming through and like telling you how awful or like you need to do more work. You're like, yeah, but I'm done with school. Like, there's nothing else I could. Okay, I guess I'll keep doing more. But it's it's that lack of communication. It's that lack of the ability to network or to just that's not built into people. That's definitely not built into creatives, right? No. Well, and especially I think nowadays too, with everything being so technology forward, you know, we learn how to craft the perfect email, write the perfect resume, write the perfect blog post. But when it comes to actually sitting in front of people and talking to them face to face, we freeze up and we get anxious and we're like, oh my gosh, we can't edit what we say in real time. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And I think for a lot of people, that's really scary. But I think on the other hand, schools should be teaching students how to feel empowered by those feelings rather than feeling scared and just like sinking back into, oh my gosh, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to quit because I'm scared or I'm not good enough. Um, and schools really don't get into that. They don't really get into the how do you feel confident showing up in your ability every day? How do you show up and talk about your work like you know what you're talking about and like you're passionate about it? Um, how do you talk to others? How do you put yourself out there once you're in a career setting? Because you could be in a career setting and if you just show up nine o'clock to five o'clock every single day, don't talk to anyone, keep your head down, you probably won't make it very far. Mm -mm. So there's so much more that goes into it rather than just like, okay, I can design, I can design well, I know this software, whatever. What do they call it? That's ghost quitting, right? If you just show ghost up quitting. and- That's a new term. Ghost quitting. You, you ghost quit. Quiet quitting. It's quiet quitting. Okay, quiet. thank yeah. you. And I do want to say Hartford, University of Hartford. Is, 
Universe Harbor, they're, the, they're kind of the leading, right, in the state in terms of all this stuff? In your I, experience? So I went to a technical, I went to Gibbs College, which... I've never heard of that. Exactly. And it's <laughs> funny because the commercials they had were like the cheesiest things ever. And it's like, wait, you're supposed to be a communication school? Like, this is awful because it was like made by students. It's like, this is really bad. It originally started, uh, Gibbs was originally a secretary school, right? They, they taught women how to be secretaries. Like, that's what it was. But then it evolved and they started allowing men to come in. And then they started allowing more and more like technical skills. So I went there for... I can't remember what other, I think they had like a video production program, but I did the visual communication program. So it was 18 months and I have an associate's degree. Not that that matters. It doesn't matter. I, I went there for 18 months and learned, learned the skills that I needed to know. We didn't check your education when we hired you. <laughs> no, you, you, the first thing, so fun fact for, for those in the room. We actually for those didn't ask for a resume either. No, definitely didn't ask for a resume. Wow. Well, I joined the DS team formally because previously I was working freelance, right? I was working as a subcontractor, as a photographer, right? Uh, James brought me on to do a couple of shoots. And in actually, if you roll back to one of the original episodes of this podcast, James interviewed me. And in that interview, James called me out and was like, we hired you to be a food photographer and you're not a food <laughs> photographer. We were well aware that you'd. this is not what you do. I showed up the first time I met DS. I'm sharing more stories. Mm -hmm. Um the first time I met DS, I came for a portfolio review because I was working at Apple and a friend of mine, his wife worked at DS. She's like, we're doing this portfolio review. Uh, it was a Behance portfolio review. That was my first day at DS. Was it? Yeah. Get the frig out. Also, then you must have been there. I was there. Okay, you were. Yeah. I, I don't really recall meeting you. My first day. Well, I, I bailed early because I, I went to go see uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I had priorities that yeah, day. Yeah, of course, of course. Um. So I show up, and as a photographer, I showed up with a book of prints, of, of portraits that I'd taken, because at the time, I was a portrait photographer. It was May 16th, 2015. Wow. Wow. Do you remember that that's because of the date of the movie launching? That's freshman year. No, I just remember it was, it was Saturday, May 16th. Wow. James, for those that don't know, James is a trivia nut, so the fact wow. that you were aware of that date doesn't surprise me at all. Someone I, could fact check me. I almost no. I, I know he knows it. Last no. Last time I tried to fact check you for the Power Ranger, I I was wrong. So I'm not going to do that. Did you happen to be nervous that day? I was extremely nervous. Oh, wow. I was terrified. I showed up to a place that I I mean I showed up into a building and then into a company and then it gets worse. I showed up in a room full of designers. Yeah. I showed up to a design portfolio review as a photographer with photos. I was not supposed to be there, but I stood out Man, because. I was the only freaking photographer there. I was the idiot who showed up with a bunch of prints, and they're like, who's this guy? Wait, that's how we, Carly as well. So oh. Carly showed up to a design review with uh, photo and video stuff, and her first, she sat down, she goes, I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> but I was like, okay, so this is the first person to say something different. Yes. So I'm going to pay attention. Yes. And, and, and it got, we had such a good conversation that when they were doing the review rotation, I was waving people off. Like, Tucker, go, just go around it, go around because wow. and then we ended up hiring her. Yeah, and and so for me, so so shout out to people like if you're a, if you're a photographer, show up to a design <laughs> review. <laughs> you're so gonna you, stand out. So you're telling I'm me you flagged down by Meg because I was sitting off camera. Oh, you you weren't well aware of that. Like before going in, you weren't well aware. Oh, this is a graphic I, design I didn't company. know what a Behance portfolio review was. Oh, okay. uh, so Behance is uh, an application or a platform that's uh, owned by Adobe, okay. and it's primarily 
design work, but it's also, it's expanded well beyond that. At this point, it's expanded well beyond that. So now if I went to a Behance portfolio review, it would be 100% applicable that I would show up <laughs> with photos and or video content. But I showed up not only with photos, but a portraits only. Yeah. That was it. I mean, I, I did a lot of compositing, so there were definitely enhanced digital portraits. It yeah. wasn't just like an artsy portrait, right? Um, but I remember that was the first time I met Pete, had a conversation with Pete. And if I recall correctly, shortly after, I had someone from DS reach out to me about interviewing for a position. Wow. I have to see if I can dig up that email. I forget the person's name. It wasn't Pete. It was somebody else. And at the time, I was like, no, I'm going to work. I'm gonna, I want to continue to work freelance. This is, this is what I want to pursue. I want to kind of figure out where I can go with this photography thing before jumping into another you know, position, yeah. right? Circle back a couple of years later, here I am. Um, and super happy and grateful to be here. Well, you were getting to the point is, we hired you to do a thing. I was a port. I was a portrait photographer that you hired. We needed a food photographer. You needed a food photographer. And I, and I was not interviewing people, and I think it was me and Mark Myrick. And I think it came down to we're like, we like this guy. We want to work with this guy. He has not done this work for. And you were like, because you had a, some a little bit of time. You're like, I'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll figure it out. I, like, I, I'll go practice and I'll figure it out. Fake it till I make it. Yeah. And the guy that I had, I don't know if you remember, I had Matt come with me, my mentor mm -hmm. in photography. I had him come. Because I knew he knew what he was doing. So <laughs> I hired him as my assistant, which, if, again, if you think about that world of this this sort of, you know, apprentice, right, or, or just any type of, you know, um, instructor and student, right? Yeah. If you think about that world, right, for then, at that time, the student hired the instructor, right? I was like, hey, I need to hire you as my assistant to do this job that someone else asked me to do that I'm not qualified to do at all. You would think that he might have been like, fuck you, no. I should have that job. He wasn't that way at all. He was like, yeah, man, I got you. Do you need equipment? That, that, that's to me is, is why I love sharing and love doing all these things because of that guy. Matt, shout out to Matt Bransko on BSC Photo. And so what is your saying now? 70-30? Community over competition. Oh, it, uh, <laughs> I was like, wait, I have a couple. Yeah. Um, it is, it, and you're right. Community over competition. Community over competition. There's, there's plenty of work for everybody. And the opportunity exists. It's it's a combination of access, right? But then it's also being able to trusting yourself enough to show up for that Behance portfolio review and go, all right, I'm just going to figure it out. And yes, it's terrifying. And yes, it's nerve wracking. And I'm anxious. And I want to stay home. I don't want to go do this thing because it's I'm terrified. But do it anyway. I like that. And I think trusting yourself. It's trusting on yourself. everyone to to build your community, right? Mm -hmm. you have to work. You have to act. You have to pursue the things you want to pursue. You have to demonstrate passion, the skills. You have to go after them, right? You have to learn them. It's on, on us. And this is where our side has failed for a long time is we stop building community. Why? It's because we get older. We have families, right? We get complacent. And so what we find is the person normally in my seat will say, all right, we got to hire someone. Who do I know? Who do I owe? Who do I trust, right? Who do I know? Well, I'll hire Steve. I know Steve and met him at a Behance. Who do I owe? Right. Well, Matt trains me. I, right. I'm going to hire him. Get him a couple bucks. Right. Who do I trust? Well, Matt, like he trained me. Like it's what happens is that's not community. Yeah. That's cronyism. You're hiring your cronies. That person who is the reflection of you. Mm -hmm. Right. So what does that do? Creates an entire industry of white men. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it's on us. And this is the thing we we collectively we're not doing enough of is building that community, right? 
build the community and create access for more people to join the community, to get work, to learn, to feel part of it, right? So it's not just a room of white men. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, Wake, you're the host. We we were just we were getting in there. Oh no, no, no. I was just I'm just soaking up game as they would call it. Cool. But um soaking up game? Yeah. Hold on, wait, is that is that a new thing? Um yeah, it's a new thing. Like okay. literally like um so- like nowadays, like, you know, artists or whoever, if whoever's in the industry, like um like the older heads, like uh, I don't know, fifty cent or anybody like from the nineties, you know, you go in a room and when they're speaking, just soak up game. So, soak up game. Like so in, no, in this segment, soak up a, a young adult will teach an older adult what things mean. Um, <laughs> because things We were change. talking about, well, I say this because we were talking about drip before. Yeah. I wanted to compliment David on his outfit. And I was like, wait, can I say he's dripping? Or can I just say, and you told me you got drip. Yeah. You got drip. So now I know about soaking up game. Yeah, I'm at the game. age where I'm just not bothering to take any of this. I know. I want, I, yeah, yeah I, I need to. This is. No, if, I, if you heard me say that, you'd be like, "Oh, that's sad." Well, well, you know how some people will talk about, like, you know, you want to sniff babies because they just have this youth. Ew, no, it's yeah. a thing. People say I don't do it, but I'm just saying, like, this is I'm yeah. I'm sniffing babies right now. It's like I want to just. That is the worst. Everyone's shaking their heads. Look, Meg, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. All right, not so. But I wanna I wanna absorb the uh, the youthful lingo, so that way you know, I uh, I wanna. <laughs> don't don't say sniffing big. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. I, I wanna I wanna soak up. Wait, what was it? Soak up game. Soak up game. I wanna yeah. soak up game. I'm trying to soak up game. So, like for example, um, let's say Pete goes into a meeting with like big businessmen, and you know some people can come by and probably if they would if they ask, they can sit in the room and just listen. Hmm. So you're just learning, taking in everything. So that's oh okay. So soak, soak up game, game is fly on the wall. Yeah, fly on. Got the it. Pretty much nailed it. Yeah, yeah. I wanna soak up game. I think it's very important for people, no especially cap. in the community, to do that because, you know, you walk into the industry and there's certain things you didn't know you could do or, you know, like like before, um, I didn't know, like, when making do having music videos, I didn't know there's a DP and then the videographer. I'm just like, what? What is a DP? And they're like, the director. He tells you what to do and the videographer just runs around and gets the shots he has to get from yeah. the person. And I'm like, oh, wow. I didn't know that. You wouldn't know unless you soaked up some game. Exactly. So, and Wick, you exactly. oftentimes DP is not the director. Mm-hmm. And, oh, really? And so you'll get a DP and a director. Yeah. Oh, look at that. There's yeah. other. There's even. There's even. Yeah. There's a lot of times even more levels than that. And actually, the, the, I think the film industry is one of those spaces where you typically start out as a PA, mm-hmm. a production assistant, or yeah. like you know a peon, right? You're a set of hands. Mm-hmm. That's it. You do you're, whatever we tell you. You're to an do. intern. You're an intern, essentially. Yeah. yeah. You're a, you're a body. And we just need you to do things. You typically are lifting up things from one place and moving them to another. Mm -hmm. That's what you do. You're running errands. You're doing all those things. But you're on set all day. You're there. You have access. So if you join as a production assistant in, call it any type of, you know, um, local um, union, right? You're now a PA that gets called on set. You don't know what the job is, but you show up and now you learn how a TV show is filmed. Now you know how a movie is filmed. And if you make those connections, if you find your way to have conversations with the the gaffers, right, or the grips, or even better, like the first AC or the DP, if, oh, you get to have a conversation with the DP, like, oh, talk about access. You're now having a conversation and recognizing that this is an opportunity for you to impress upon someone something, right? So that's a place where you could absolutely, and I'm, I'm speaking for more of, this is more of my theory, right, yeah. my understanding. I have very limited access to those those worlds, but I have enough understanding to know that when you show up as a PA, you're a PA. You're not in charge of calling the shots. 
You don't talk to the client. You don't talk to the producer. You, you just do what you're told. But you then have access to shadow. You get to soak up game. And I mean, it, it, it is a nice comparison to Creative Wild because you're yeah. on set, but you can move around and explore the different things. So some PAs will gravitate towards camera, yeah. some towards light. You know, yep. some want offset and they want to get it over to that writer's assistant role, right? Because right. on set's not their thing. They're not a black shirt, or right? Styling. They're not crew. I'm not picking yep. that up. I want to go write the words. Right. And so you can kind of learn the different things and then gravitate to where you actually want to go in your career. So what would be the reverse? I'm trying to now think of like, we, like Creative Wild, we want you to soak up game. Like I want that to be now like a oh thing. God. I want, I want. Oh, oh So I, how, do we, did, how do we. How do we. Like I do a lot. Come, come soak up game. <laughs> yeah. That sounds weird though. How how would you phrase that differently? So how would I phrase that differently? Yeah, if if I want to invite you to come soak up game, mm -hmm. like you just being here, you're soaking up game. It just depends because if let's say for example, let's just say, um, hey, um, we're out gonna like certain uh, a community that plays pickleball. If you tell them, hey, come play pickleball did. and soak up game, all those pickleball people are gonna be like, oh, I want to go. Well, see, down. that's double because it's a game. You're soaking up knowledge game, oh but it's also a game. See, I like what you did. You know, if you just hook it let's with something. That no, let's you're about to get him on a pickleball. Let's keep talking about pickleball. You're about to get him on a pickleball. Creative Wild, introdu pickleball. Creative Wild introduced me to pickleball. I didn't know what it was. Yo, pickleball. Yo, can we <laughs> just have a podcast about pickleball? But, yeah. so, so, but if I want to come soak up game, yeah. that's it. It's just as simple as that. Simple so as we that. could make a post, Creative Wild, come soak up game. And then boom. Soak up game. I like Soak that. Game. game today. See? Yeah. Wait, we can't hear you because you're not on the mic. Come to the Wait, mic. <laughs> Come to the mic. Come on in. Yeah. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Hello, hello. Introduce yourself. Hello, everyone. My name is Maritza. Um, I'm one of the Fall Expedition Creative Wild. Mm -hmm. Ooh, glad to have um, you here. So yeah, so to I think that soccer game is already telling you what to do. So if you say come suck a game, it just feels like it, you're just saying two things at the same time. Mm. It's just irrelevant. But just suck up a game today. Just come on that today. And from yeah. copywriting background, everyone always adds the come at the beginning of it. And I always scratch it out because one, like you said, it's it's excessive. It's already implied. But two, there's just a small subset of the world. Yeah. That will read that and go. Now that's fine. Now you have to say now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Wick. Yeah, lead the, lead the way, Wick. Uh, so, um, hello, Maritza. Um, just a question. Um, how did you find out about Creative Wild? Ooh, I don't want to sound like a stalker. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Um, so I followed Aiga. I've been with Aiga. I, I go to Savannah College of Art and Design, and you know they had Aiga, and I was like, I know there's one in Connecticut. So I was like, there, there is one. So then I was, you know, following them in Instagram and things like that. And then I saw this video of I don't know the founder. I think is that he sold. He bought the building for a dollar. David Salinas. Yeah, as, and I saw the whole video, like the whole speech and like the whole process, how he got to buying this district. And I was like, oh my God, that's fascinating. And then somehow I was a district, I'm like digital surgeons. I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. So then I started to participate in some of the events at IGA. I, I went to the portfolio review in New Haven. And then I met with 
Justin. I met Justin. He was one of my portfolio guys, and uh, I met I met um, Sarah. I don't I don't think she's here, but um, yeah. So he, you know, he mentions like, hey, you should apply for the Creative Wild, and I was like, cool. And that was like last May, and I was like, I saw the application. I just like. I'm going in. <laughs> yeah. So, and then I just start following and following uh, up. And um, I think this season, they, they, you guys have started for the application in September, I think. Yeah. And then I was just like, I'm in. I'm in. I wanted to, I, I want to get in. Um, I had a little trouble. I mean, I had to do um, a no resume, but I had to do a something that it, I was passionate about. And I think that's where I found it more. Um, a little intriguing because I do a little bit of everything. So okay. I I found it a little net wracking because I was I couldn't choose. Yeah. So I'm the other side. I just couldn't choose. I had like I do video, I do photo shoots, I do photography, I do design, I do websites. So it's a little bit of everything. I just couldn't didn't know what to say, what to 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 do. And I was like the last week before the the, the applications were closed, and I was like, let me do something with putting like a creative journey. Because that's something that I, I realized too. You know, you hearing you guys, I was like, this this is it. This is the community I want to be on because the support, the engagement that it gets in there, you don't get that in school. The communication, uh, all these little things that your school doesn't teach you. Yes, I was the uh, like um, Steve was saying. You know, my work was always the example. Like, look at my Ritz's work. Like, yeah. Yep. But now, how about the communication between each other? Like collaboration between my classmate or my teacher or somebody like that. I uh, I was one of the persons that I wanted to. I went to my professors and said, "Hey, I'm interested in this. Can you help me?" And um, I got my first internship in Citylized Gallery, and I was like connected with a gallery, and I was like first time in arts. Then I was like, okay, and then I got into different other internships, and I was like, okay, but all that, and I was just like, how do I integrate that on who I am? Mm -hmm. And that's where I'm here. I want to know who I am as an art director because that's where I want to go to. I just have a little bit of everything. And I did a social media content of little of the, the pieces that I've done for about three years. And that's how I'm here. That's beautiful to hear. And um, truthfully, um, even my first time stepping in, um, I had to ask because, you know, there's a, a lot of desks. And, you know, due to COVID, a lot of people don't come in and they work remote. And, you know, I had to ask um, James, I had to ask, can I come here every day? Because I didn't want to just come on in and, you know, I'm at somebody's desk and then, you know, they'll come in and see me like, who is this kid? And but, I, yeah, I actually said, I was like, Wick, yeah. this is the secret. You literally, <laughs> you are, you realize what you're doing is because the doors are open, right? Mm -hmm. I said, when you, when it's scheduled or we schedule you, you're getting paid, but it doesn't mean you can't be here. This is your community now. So you had work to do. You were doing freelance work. You're doing schoolwork. And you came in here and did it. But then what would happen? Steve needs someone on a shoot, right? Now you learned a whole other type of photography. Now you're working. Like we have something in the studio. We need we need a hand. Like you, not only were you now getting more paid opportunity, you're getting more opportunity. You're getting more work because you were just here. You were present. We opened the door, but we can't pull you in. Can't drag you in. But the door's open. You're welcome here. Everyone here is welcome. There's plenty of desks you can you can have every day. Always welcome, and that's like the best thing ever. And um, usually me, I always tell people try to take advantage of every opportunity you get. You know, no matter how big or small, because you just never know where it might take you. You just never know. And you know, with that being said, you know, Creative Wild really is like the place to really grow. And um, 
you know, it's, it's, they've opened the doors to me. So um, I really hope, you know, more people can come down and have the doors open to them as well. You know? Yeah. And I think that to that point, um, the more there's this conception, if, if it's scary, then you shouldn't do it. Right. Yeah. But um, I changed my mentality a couple of years ago. Like if you're scared, that's when you need to do it. That's when you need to do it. Why? Because that means that you you don't know what what you're gonna do. That means you're going to grow as much as you can, and you're you're evolving as a person and as an artist. So two things, and that's where exactly where a lot of people lack of because they're scared of the support. You know, they're scared of okay, if I go in, like you know, there's other things like life. Mm-hmm. I've I've Husatani has taught me like balance of there were a lot of support with me with life. As a mom of a four, like they helped me a lot in, you know, being in school. But, you know, you got out of school, like, now what? Now what I do? And then COVID hit. <laughs> so it was like, okay, now what? It's more underneath. So more scaredness. Mm-hmm. But then no one said, like, it's okay to be scared. It is okay to be scared. Be scared, but then push yourself. Trust yourself. Right. Trust yourself. And one thing, not to drag this on for too long, but... I like what you said earlier about how you couldn't stick onto one thing. You couldn't just, well, you didn't want to just stick to photography and um, videography. Like there's so much you can do. And I always, I always tell people we're in a new age now. It's always best to kind of learn new, more things because if you have more things under your belt, the more job opportunities, the more you will learn. So you coming here and already knowing those, having those futures to your asset it's only going to grow even more now because there's so much more you can learn so much more. So yeah. I just and all those skills that. and having access to here mm-hmm. while there are a lot of empty desks, there are still a lot of people, Yeah, not just here, but remotely as well. Mm-hmm. And so a big part of that access is to the people. Right. And so things might be scary, but imagine you have over 50 people here who could help you figure it out, get through it. Right. And so whether you're talking to Steve or court or Justin or Meg or Ness or any of these people, they're all there. So if you want to learn more art direction, you've got 10 art directors you can go to, right? Didn't really have that in school, right? These are 10 professional people who have done this and been through it and are here. They're all here to help, right? And so I see that. I was applauding you Mm -hmm. for recognizing that you could just be here, Mm -hmm. but being here and engaging, asking questions, not being afraid to ask questions, right? Mm -hmm. Because you got here. Take advantage of it. Take advantage of it. Use it. Use us. Because if you don't, it's kind of wasted, right? If you were scared, if you didn't take the chances, if you didn't reach out, if you didn't ask, if you didn't raise your hand and join in the shoots or join in the projects, mm-hmm. it's all wasted. You're right. You're absolutely right. And, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'll be honest. I was very scared to ask questions. You know, I came in and I'm just like, ooh, I don't want to bother nobody. But um, eventually you learn. It's just like, just bother the person. If they say, yell at you, whatever, it's, that's that. But most, most likely they'll help you out. So, um, yeah. But I guess that I guess we'll wrap this up. Or did you have anything you wanted to add? Yeah, I was just going to say um, from being an intern at three different places oh. and then also um, working part time and then moving into full time. I think one of the things that a lot of younger people who are just joining into their career or their like new profession forget is that everybody that is here was once in your shoes, whether that be five years ago, whether that be 10 years ago, whether that be 30 years ago. Um, and one of the things that I've always found within the design and creative community is that everyone is willing to help. Um, and one of the most valuable lessons that you could take away is being able to pick everyone's brains that are around you because 
that's where you're going to get the most information. And that's stuff that can't be replaced by textbooks, can't be replaced by Google searches, can't be replaced by research that you do on the internet. Um, And everyone is super happy to help, whether there's someone that's employed here, whether there's someone that's employed within district but not DS, or somebody that just knows people within DS. Um, Everyone is there to help, and everyone was where you are. And yeah, that's all. That's all. Everything's getting connected. So I guess we'll wrap this up. Um, any anything else? You anybody wanted to add? Um, what last? I was just going back to what you guys were talking about communication. Mm-hmm. Um, Courtney, you mentioned something that in school, you know, the communication of the networking. I think one something that I've noticed is also school didn't didn't teach us of depending on the personality. For example, I'm an ambivert. I am half ill extroverted also introverted depending on the situations and i think that's something that in school like hey here's the homework it's due date to this day right that's it all right but how uh some of the classes that i've taken because i'm still going to school and i went to stonic i I did get the opportunity i was blessed enough to get opportunity to work with people that actually work with me and i asked questions they you know they gave me hands they they told me that hands-on and things like that and I was very blessed with that but now what about the communication like the business interaction the networking that's something that is I found it gold that is that is gold gold, that it was not it's not being taught in school and yes it has been taught in the business department how about the business art department uh that's not something be taught there and I think that with creative wild when you mentioned that this is exactly that the between the bridge of these two worlds that's the place where, you know, this opportunity came done and I'm very excited to be here. Awesome. We're not done because we left one person out in the room. Oh, oh the now wolf. they got to come. Yeah, Sophie the wolf. But just to, no, no, you can come. Yeah. Is this close enough? Yeah. Okay. Hi, everyone. Wait, yeah, you can raise it. Yeah, <laughs> get that all the time. Um, my name is Sophie. I am also one of the fall exhibition wild ones at the Creative Wild. Um, what, what, what should I talk about at the very end of the podcast? What? What should I talk about? Oh, wait, my oh, story? story. Yeah, your story. Okay, your story. so, well, okay, I found out about the Creative Wild. Through TikTok, how else? You know, that's where I'm (laughs) spending a lot of time. Um, I just graduated college and I've felt pretty lost. And I've had a lot of interests, just like Maritza. I do photography, video editing, videography, design, but I didn't know how to apply it in the real world. And I did my creative challenge. I came in the next day and spoke with James and we talked about access. We talked about you know, how there's such a huge divide between school and the full-time work and how that can be bridged. And so it was really inspiring being in here for the first time. And right now I feel so inspired. I'm so happy to be here and just excited to to learn and to grow and to be in this community with all these amazing people who I know I can benefit from immensely. So... And that's yeah. literally what we want you I want you to um feel like, you know, ways you can benefit from one another, you know. There's so much things that we all do every day and like, you know, 
So eventually, there's going to be more shoots coming on the way. So, of course, you get to see how everything's hands-on and things like that. And things um, shoots are fun. So, you know, there's, there's a lot coming that will be very fun. I will and say that when Sophie applied, applications were closed. Really? Because we had already filled. We were like, we're set. We're rolling. Mm -hmm. But then she went and got the cast of Napoleon Dynamite <laughs> in her video. And everyone's just watching and going, how did she do this? Is this like edited from like some <laughs> interview? And we were so confused. We were just lost in it. And so we're like, we have to just call her to find out. And then that started with the conversations. And then here she is. Oh, wow. Here I am. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, um... but yeah, I will say too, Wick, it's really exciting to see where you and Tomas are right now oh, wow. and to hear how you felt first entering. And I can already see that you've like grown and learned so much. And it's really cool to see what projects you're Appreciate both working that. on and how comfortable you are in this community. So Tomas that's really is <laughs> so, is here? so oh. that's just really inspiring to me and that's where i'll leave it uh, appreciate that <laughs> all right uh oh i gotta get the uh hi what's up yeah um, introduce uh, yourself yeah uh i'm tomas uh, oh, oh oh my gosh okay um oh. hi i'm tomas a gomez uh I'm a creative wild wildling. Is that what? That's new. I kind of like wildling. It was like changeling. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I came here for like the summer expedition and uh, I stayed for like the fall expedition. And um, yeah, I really love it here. I mostly do like motion design. Uh, I'm hoping to do more like uh, more like digital, like sort of like visual design soon um but like um yeah i i love it here it's uh it's been a really major like um learning experience for me sort of like getting like the the, the creative studio like experience and all that sort of jazz and yeah i, I love it that's awesome it's awesome tomas i remember my first time coming in the summer expedition and um you know i kind of came a little late so everybody kind of already knew each other so our first meeting, um, we had to, we were making a, um, making a, trying to come up with logo ideas and using colors to define the, um, the company. And I'm just sitting there like, wait, we use, they use color to define certain companies and stuff like that. Like certain colors is like blues for happiness and yellows for, um, mellow or, you know, just, just is random stuff. And I'm just like, okay, like I've never done this before. <laughs> like this is different, but you know. As I was sitting there and soaking up game, um, <laughs> um, you know, you, you I just learned more, and especially like seeing how everybody like was doing graphic design and things like that, and trying to correlate. Because um, basically, we were trying to make um, uh, make a presentation on district studios and how that can correlate with the community and bringing people together. And, That's interesting. Um, yeah, it was it was very fun. It was very fun. Um, and you know, I learned a lot. I learned a lot, um, especially in graphic design because I don't naturally do graphic design, but. Um, it was very interesting. It was very interesting. Um, I learned a lot, but there was just so much that I looked at that I'm like, wow, you guys dissect everything this small. And like Justin was there to um, pretty much help us with that. And um, it's just it's just crazy how um, far advertising can go. But again, that's showing the business side of things. And, you know, when you dive into that world, it's kind of like, whoa, I, like I would have never thought of this. So, you know, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing around here in Creative Wild. Very amazing. When I when I thought about the creative wild and I was like, where am I in my, in my art sort of career? Mm -hmm. I was like, hey, um, what am I, what, what's the ultimate goal 
yes, becoming art director, but what am I doing right now? Like, you know, and I wanted to polish the skills. Like, yes, I might know a little bit of this, but there might be another way. Maybe there'll be like another system that could learn. Like today was, I was learning with Courtney and Meg, like, you know, with the social media content, like how they use it, how they break it down. And I was like, in my mind, I was like, oh, interesting to see how they break it down when I've done it in a different way because I was self-thought and some, some other things I was self-thought. But then now how do we do it more, interactive more, um, much faster? I don't, I think there's this exact word I just can't remember right now. Mm. But um, yeah. And, uh, oh my God off the chair i'm sorry <laughs> that's fine <laughs> um yeah and that's interesting to see how like you are working out in in some motions i've been looking at how you're doing it's, it's like wow so cool and i was telling like you like remote you're moving from this space this so it's 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 exciting to see that interaction between each other and then between the other members of district um and how we how we can we're evolving uh, so I get to see them as, you know, suck at game. Yeah. Uh, sounds so <laughs> weird to me to say. <laughs> but um, we're sort of the new generation trying to grow, how to see what can we get. Like, let's, let's grow the community that we are very inclusive and also supportive of each other because that's the goal. That's the ultimate goal. Truthfully, that is the ultimate goal. And, you know, again, um, there's just so many things you can learn. Um, what I truly find fascinating is that uh, – usually usually every time you come into um, a space like this not knowing anything like james kind of added that's perfect you know because you know you never know what somebody might know so somebody that hasn't graduated high school is just coming in just trying to see how things are he might you never know might be the next steve jobs you just never know so it's just very interesting how like you could just run into certain people and they can either be the change or you could make the change in them you know so that's what just makes, you know, creative, creative Wild a great place. And one thing that once you start to network, everything is a small world. It's a very small world. Like when I applied for with yeah. my, when I, <laughs> when I applied with my Rio and I was like telling all my friends like, hey, share it, share it so they can see it. Because I mean, I didn't know nobody here besides everyone at the AIGA community. And I was like, one of, one of my coworkers at Alliance, he followed Steve. So mm. I was like, no way. He shared me, you know, his name is Sam B. Hey, Sam B. Um, <laughs> so he shared it and he's like, hey, you know this guy. I'm like, I don't know him, but what happened? And uh, he's like, Steve responded, like, if, you know, if uh, how, you know, he knows me. And I was like, we work together. We've been doing so cool. And I was like, oh, my God, thank you. I was so excited. So I was like, what a small world of a community. Uh, once you start to network and you, you get, it's just, you know, it's not you're thinking about it. It just happens. You don't even know. Just just be kind to everyone. Be respectful. Uh, yes, we might have some difference of opinion, but that's okay. But as long as we're respectful of each other, that's all. But I really, this is very small community. Great minds think alike. And, you know, I always tell people value relationships because you never know who might, you know, break you in the door. Um, Tomas, how did, how did you come to create it? How did you make it to create about it? Oh, uh, Courtney about told Courtney. me about it. There you uh, go. Yeah, you Courtney's know? in the background. <laughs> yeah. I, it's crazy. I did not know that when you guys came um that um for the first time i did not know they met each other through hartford because they said they had class together and i'm yeah, like wait yeah. a minute class I, I, yeah we graduated no together so you know see it's just like you know when you're in the same community and you know you respect each other you value relationships it's just those little things like oh yeah hey i remember i had class with you um you think you'd like to try this out and then okay and then boom come right down and you know get, get started on get on the road of doing great things so yeah anything else anybody would like to add 
<laughs> I really like the coffee machine. Over there. <laughs> um, no, but like the the one thing that I absolutely love about Creative Wild and like by extension, like Digital Surgeons, is just how open and like collaborative everything is. It's just like uh, you could basically like take a break anytime you like, but also like you could ask anyone a question if you need any help uh, or if you want to learn something new like you could ask questions then sort of like industry insights and stuff like that and just sort of have like dialogues with people and it's mm. just it's great it's very um very like it, free form it I feels guess. good when you're working and very <laughs> wild <laughs> oh it, it feels good when you're working and you feel like you're not at a job you're just having fun yeah like that's the best thing. yeah like, waking up every day like oh what am i gonna do next what am i gonna create next you know and i think that's like the the most exciting thing and best part you know about being here so yeah i, yeah. I see creative while being at all college in all colleges in connecticut being like this is the accelerator program you graduated here you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I see something like this with, you know, the, the, you know, the foundation that the, the, this, this program is creating. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely I'd cool, hope so. cool the to ca- see. Capacity is going to be very huge when, you know, yeah. Southern Connecticut State University knows about this space and Housatonic and all these yeah. community colleges. Oh, man. But, you know, that's just room for expansion and more creatives because Housatonic had plenty of creatives. And, you know, what happens? A lot of them pretty much burn out or they just go elsewhere because like Usatani didn't really have much of a much of like videography or photography classes which they kind of did but they weren't very I wouldn't say creative but you know they didn't really push for that so like being there I asked questions and I tried to build relationships and that worked out for me but you know there's just so many other people on the same boat as me who I also tried to help but you know it's just very different for everyone you know but um it really just it really just takes asking questions and meeting people. That's what I've learned over the time. But, you know, eventually this this place will expand eventually and things like that. So more opportunity, you know, will we'll be out there. Well, I guess that is all. <laughs> I guess I'm going to wrap this up now. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I'm Ludic Francois, and I approve this message. <laughs> <laughs> Should I say wild one at the end or something? Wild one. Team wild. <laughs> <laughs>